What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Old ducks and new ducks must unite under a new banner. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for getting us to episode 101. I kind of got caught in between 101 and 101 right there, but we'll move on. Uh, a lot Thanks of, for drawing attention to that. This is not your smoothest start. I like to be transparent about it. I think for episode 102, we need to play every single opening and just like tear them to shreds. And, and, and like rank them. Oh, that's a, that's not a bad idea about the openings. There are there have been a lot of them. I am willing to bet I've repeated at least two to three times. There uh, haven't been a lot of them, Mike. There have been one hundred of them technically, because one of them it was a dual episode. Oh, that is true. The Steve Brill episode. Yeah. I think we we might have had another dual episode as well. Um, I don't think we split it split up one of them. I well, think although we were, did we count that as one episode? We did two. What? We did the two Brill? parts. Yeah. The Brill was two separate episodes. Okay. Uh we did one on So it wasn't like episode sixty seven part one and part two? No. Or whatever. No. Episode. Uh we did one on the best coaches that I believe went long and we decided to split into two after. Yeah, I think we uh we did a real intro for though for part two for that. Anyway. This is a great pod right now, so <laughs> let's uh, let's just move on, and maybe, yeah, we'll go back and uh, see what happens with the intros and whatnot. Uh, Tommy, what is our topic today? And so, uh, to listeners, uh, loyal listeners will know that episode 100, uh, Mike um, debuted his uh, outline for D4 while uh, Kevin and I kind of critiqued it and, and made it better. Made it better. We really fleshed it out. Um, and so now episode 101, and we got a lot of feedback. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about that feedback and kind of see what works and what doesn't work in, uh, for this D4 outline and screenplay. This is time for the quack lights to shine. Yeah. Yeah. I was really impressed with all the feedback. A lot of good suggestions. A lot of bad suggestions too. Yeah. There are some bad ones, but you know, we're going to highlight mostly the bad ones. Yeah. (laughs) That happens every now and then. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to kind of go through what I got here from mostly, I think it was all from Twitter. Uh, if you sent me something else. Real uh, quick, can you give like a 30 second like recap of of what the, the uh, D4 is? Sure. So, I mean, if you're listening to this episode and haven't listened to episode 100, you, pro- you should or a lot of it's not going to make any sense. But basically, D4 is... Charlie in present day, like mid-30s Charlie with the family. Uh, He learns Hans's sport shop is closing, and he gets all nostalgic and wants to have one last glory, both for the one last shot at glory, both for the Ducks and Hans's sport shop. So he rounds up all the Ducks. They go play in the World Pond Hockey Championships, and he hopes to sort of uh, win that and at the same time, make up for the team's loss at Eden Hall in the state championship their senior year. With that being said, 
a lot of moving parts. So let's just go into the best or the worst or all the suggestions from our Quack Light. So the first one comes from at Air Lemaire, Devote Quack Light. Uh, He's been on the pod a couple times. Yes. He says, I think for the other teams, I'm assuming he's talking about the pond hockey teams, you need f- former 90s child stars. Ham from Sandlot, Roan Gardner from Rookie of the Year. Uh, I like it. Who else should be on there besides those two? I think you have uh, Icebox from Little Giants. And we're, we're obviously assuming that we can have duplicates here. So you would only have one person from the Little Giants and one person from no, the No, no, no. Or... Like, we couldn't also have Benny the Jet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, would... I think that would be funny. Like, that could be like a, a nod at like a... You do like one green screen part. Like, obviously, we have like Lucas Mendoza and Benny the Jet. Both are played by Mike Vitar. And so they kind of like just look at each other or something like that. Like Back to the Future style. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get Mike Vitar. He's out of the acting game at this point. He'll want in for this. That's true. That's true. There's always that possibility. So Icebox from the Little Giants, uh, Ham, you got Roan Gardner. Uh, just any others? Are we, are we saying strictly sports movies? No, just 90s child stars in general. Well, you could do Squints, who was in Sandlot and The Big Green. Mm. And Ham was also in The Big Green. Yes, he was. Who's the kid that was Richie Rich? Macaulay Culkin. Was that Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> it wasn't one of the other Culkins? No, that was, that was Macaulay. That'd be interesting to have Macaulay Culkin in there. <laughs> oh, I think he definitely needs to be in there. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to want to go. but Why wouldn't he want to go, Mike? Why wouldn't he want to be in our movie? I what is he like... doing? He's playing in a Velvet Underground cover band called Pizza Underground. That's what he's doing. That's amazing how much you know about Macaulay Culkin's <laughs> life right now. <laughs> but I th- I feel like he's very like artsy. I feel like this is too uh, mainstream for him. But I don't know. We'll reach out. You we'll... could do um, the kid from Little Big League who was the the manager. That was kind of a lesser known. Oh, yeah. Name. I remember that now. Yeah. And I don't think anything really happened to that kid. I don't yeah. know his name. Um. Do you think Angels in the Outfield Daniel Day Lewis would be a willing to come? Wait, Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis was that? Well, what was his name? I know who you're talking. I always forget his name oh, too. The guy you... that looks like Bruce Willis more every day. No, the no. guy, the little kid in Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, so what's it's, it's? Oh my! God. I always forget his name. <laughs> oh, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Joseph yeah, Gordon-Levitt. yeah. That's what Daniel I meant. Daniel Day Lewis. That's what I meant. <laughs> He's a little bit older. That's what I meant. But well, maybe he could play some. I get the them too. confused. But him and the and the other kid. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. what the other kid if he ended up doing anything. But yeah, but yeah Joseph Gordon-Levitt would need to be in it. And then McConaughey could be a coach because he was an outfielder. Yeah. So true. was so was uh, Adrian Brody. He was like their really? terrible shortstop or something <laughs> like that. Like how many people like have one? Tony Oscars Danza was in that? that. Tony Danza of garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon fame. Probably his best work. Definitely his best work. I easily. remember watching that movie, and have we talked about this before? Where his wife was like a doctor, and he was like, "There's a part was like, oh, I'm already like kind of like emasculated that my wife makes as much money as I do, and she's like, I make more money than you do. I'm just like, no shit, she's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if we've re- referenced that before in the podcast. Maybe I, I just talk like, about it in my everyday life. I feel, I feel like you've talked about that before. Who knows? All right, so I mean, we got a good cast there. I feel like we're missing out on some some good ones. Yeah, I, feel I mean, like there are more. I, I feel like like the kid from Brink. 
Oh, oh he'd Eric, be really good. Eric Von Detten. Wow, <laughs> that's a good pull. He'd that's be really. A- he's a good skater. I mean, you can get all those kids for brink. Yeah. I think you really do need to stick to like um, sports, like sports oriented. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think because you could kind of go in any yeah. direction. And I think you, you do make them team pup and suds. Yeah, oh. and remember that was a made for TV Disney movie. They're so soul the skaters, Dad. Yeah, so you, you draw Macaulay Culkin. He was never in a sports movie, although he did like playing hockey. They did play baseball in Richie Rich. I was thinking, didn't they play hockey too? They played baseball. Was there a scene of him like playing hockey somewhere? Like no, roller hockey? He goes into the inner city to play with the kids and then he breaks a window or something. And then they're all pissed at him because they lost their, his ball. And then they ball. go back to his house and, and they're like, like, you yeah. have your own McDonald's? And yeah. this is our spinoff podcast. <laughs> where we just argue about what sports Rick, Richie Rich played. But uh, we'll leave it open to the Quackalites. Suggest who else, who other other 90 stars who could make an appearance there on, on the other pond hockey teams. But uh, I like the idea from Air Lemaire. So let's go to at MV Holler on Twitter. Uh, she says, Charlie and Linda's kids should be at least eight and could be at practices to quote unquote help and be comedic relief. Smiley face emoji. Uh, <laughs> do we like this idea, first of all? I like it. Um, in the sense that I think it makes it more commercial. And if you think of, um, what's her name from Remember the Titans? Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. Yeah. And how she's kind of like the, you know, they're tagging along like the same premise. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that's definitely you can do. And also you can make it like at least eight. Um, You could argue maybe that they had the kid earlier than expected and maybe that's maybe part of why his career never got up but if, if you did that then he'd have to be like 20 can i give a quick shout to hayden penetier uh i love you so just want to get that out there isn't she married to like a heavyweight She's boxer vladimir klitschko yeah, yeah. yeah. was i could take of ukraine him. or something like that like, i think no, his he was brother. running his brother. i think it's his brother uh vitali vitali klitschko i think is like some sort of politician and then Vladimir just still pounds people, but I could totally take him. Anyway, shout out to Hayden if you want to come on the pod. And if Vladimir wants to come on the pod, or yeah, we yeah. could have like a, we could have a live stream of him All and Kevin three. boxing. Yeah, all, all all funds raised will be donated to charity. We could and have by charity man. I mean, yeah. my bank account. I like this. No, idea. It'll, it'll go toward uh, my medical the, bills. <laughs> the Quack Attack Fund. I like <laughs> all this. I like. Uh, a mega pod with all three of them, and then a separate like spin-off sort of pod where you just fight uh, Vitaly or Vladimir. Like diff- multiple episodes of well, just like audio of me fighting. We would Vitaly. announce what's happening. We might live stream it. I, feel I like- think we'd have to live stream it. The yeah. eleven second fight that it would be. <laughs> anyway, it would be like in the uh, the scene in Little Giants where the play. They just like toss a play and they run around in a circle yelling at the ref to blow the whistle. <laughs> Classic. I do like that if nobody has seen Little Giants, they probably know the entire plot just by listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's a great film. It's a great film. But so let's go back to this kid. So there's this kid acting like a Hayden Penetier where she's like super like serious about it and, and like. Well, maybe yeah, like it's something where co- she hates hockey. Yes, that's and, what I was going to say. And I think it has to be a, a girl because I don't think we have enough girls uh, on the on the in, in our D four because like okay. both his friends are guys. The yeah. only problem with it being a girl is you. I think there's a lot of like symmetry in there being another boy like 
Charlie having a kid, Bombay being the the son. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of like symmetry there. I think you want to get away from too much predictability, though. Well, think of it like uh, in Girl Meets World. They have Boy Meets World now. It's Girl Meets World. I have mm-hmm. not seen any. You haven't. Of Girl it's Meets it's World. pretty bad. <laughs> I watched like the first three episodes. Shout out to Topanga though. Oh yeah, what's her name? Her real name? Something. Uh, I don't know. But if she wants to come, oh, on it's pod, like nickelodeon.com. Oh, it's it. uh, <laughs> something Fisher. Carrie Fisher. I don't think it's Carrie Fisher. Shout out to Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah, if you want to come, on. wow, we got quite the list uh, going here. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a daughter who's like eight or nine. I think she hates hockey. So I but mean, she like kind of gets into it. Yeah, like the 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 tournament. Like she, she like that like kind of changes her mind. So is she like comedic relief then or no? Uh, yeah, and I th- I think she like she like likes her, she loves her dad and everything. She probably thinks he's lame, but she's like helping out like handing out sandwiches or something at practice. Uh huh. So <laughs> okay. Because, like, Goldberg's deli is going to be, like, catering all these practices. <laughs> I'm just picturing her just, like, tossing sandwiches at them as they're playing. Yeah. That'd so be funny. That's part that of the comedic be. relief. Uh, I do like this because then that kid could join the peewee team in D5 with the other pond hockey kids. So uh, we got a little squad going now. Uh, let's go to the next suggestion, which comes from uh, one of our most devout quacklights, Joyce Ng, at Joyce Ng 61. She asks, which jersey do they wear, and do, does it say Hendrix all over it? So, I was thinking, and then, well, I should mention, at Nicole 9 comes in and says, I feel like Charlie would want to wear the original jersey. Originally, I was thinking a new jersey. Maybe something that rep- that, that has Hans' sport shop on it, because this is the final shot for Hans' sport shop. But I can see the appeal to going back to the D5. Uh, I don't know if D, the D2 jerseys would even work because I think the NHL has rights to them and stuff like that. So I think what they do is they use the original, um, or they have like a new jersey that says like Hans Sports Shop on it or something like that. But then maybe in, during the Pond games, they switched the original jersey like they would, like they did in uh, in D2. Mm. And so like they switched the original to you know, green and gold or whatever. Um and it it has Hans Sports Shop like somewhere as like sponsor. Think of like a soccer uniform. Wait, so Charlie planned all along to switch the jerseys because he knew that they would be doing <laughs> very poorly. Exactly. Because Charlie would have to put all this together. That was yeah. that, it was like his ace up his sleeve. Like as soon as they like get down, he's like, Oh, check it out. So he went to the screen printing shop and ordered two sets of jerseys. Yes. Unless Or actually no, what happened is because we said that like uh Hans's sports shop was owned by like Hans's or Jan's grandkid or something yeah, like that. Large. And so maybe he like, hey, I scraped together some extra money. Check it out. Oh, yeah. I did like that. I was gonna suggest when they start quacking, Gordon has like a box with him. And he, he had <laughs> bought the jerseys and gave it to him and gives it to him. And he then, like shows up with the box, but he sees they already have jerseys and he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of just a new look. I feel like that's good for me. So they wouldn't be wearing well. their old jerseys. They wouldn't really fit though. Not at the game. Yeah, I think- I'm just. I, I would. I think it'd be funny if like Goldberg had to like rip like tear a <laughs> hole in it to like, <laughs> like fit huge, into it and stuff. Yeah, like. but also remember, uh, they're gonna want to market this new jersey. Yeah, and so it does have to be new. Yeah, that's why I like the it, new. That's idea. the problem with the movie though, is that wh- wh- what are they marketing to like? The other one made sense because it was like an upstart team. This is like a bunch of has-beens that like win a pond hockey tournament. 
Like, what are they like? Do you think people are kids well, are going to be like, "Ooh, I want one of those well, jerseys"? I mean, well, that and that, that's what the kids will wear in D five. Yeah, Kevin, a, a, a D five team inspired by their broke ass dads. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just see a plot hole there. Okay. Well, I okay. So what? So or not so much say? a plot hole, but like a mark. I don't think there's like a marketing ploy. Okay, at, like, that's fair. I just, like I just like the whoever. new look. I just like a new look. I think you have to have some kind of new look. Yeah, I, I think, I think something that's kind of like an homage a... to maybe like all the jersey yeah. somehow. Do you uh, think and... maybe they design a duck that's like older, <laughs> or that <laughs> looks like, like a... Hans? <laughs> I like, like that. Hans the duck, because like originally the the duck on like the main D one jersey is like he's got like roller blades or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so here I, they probably Skates. like. Maybe they have fun with it, and he's like thirty-five, like a little overweight, like has a beer or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, uh, that's like that. good. Also, I think I'm on the hook to design these. But, uh, I forget if it was Joyce or uh... I think it was Joyce. You said that. You yeah, should. I think yeah. it was a team effort. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get around to that, but, but I'll try. Yeah, could be on the horizon. All right, it will be on the horizon. <laughs> yes. Uh, next suggestion comes from at Bberg nineteen. He says, I think there's potentials for Tibbles to be a com- com- a comic relief character that begs Charlie to get him a job. Thoughts? Or it, maybe not get him a job, but a spot on the team. Like, oh! I think I think he could be like the, like we talked about in Space Jam. I forget. I was oh, um, Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wayne I think Knight, he could think. kind of be that character. Yeah. Where he's like, they're like, okay, I guess we'll let you play. And he's just like really bad. And he just kind of rides the bench the whole time. And well, it's because he, he like, maybe he like role. helps sponsor, like, hey, like, he helps sponsor. Uh, yeah. Like, Hend- he gives him money for the jerseys. Yeah. But it's not from Hendrix. He's not with Hendrix anymore. He's like, he, like, like he's down sh- on his luck. Not down on his luck, yeah. but like at some like, third rate yeah. like whatever yeah. company now oh, okay it's like sponsored by chico's bail bonds like that type of <laughs> that's good you know. yeah and then they can have the fat duck it's yeah. all coming together i like that i like that a lot uh at totally offside came in with like a, a three tweet suggestion so he says i the only thing i think i would have changed is that it's jan that's closing down the skate shop because he has no one to pass it on to and he's ancient then Charlie takes it over because he hates his job. Uh, otherwise, I'm totally on board with the plot. Beyond beyond that, not sure Disney would kill a duck though. Charlie getting hurt in a car accident is probably more their speed. Uh, Charlie getting hurt? Oh, so he, maybe he got hurt in the accident, and then that's why his career ended. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. He's like a la Bombay. I I don't think uh, a duck dying is out of Disney's wheelhouse. I don't think that. I don't think that's true at all. Yeah, cause wasn't it Steve Brill who said like he's never afraid to kill a parent? So, I their moms and dads I die think all the time. Maybe it, so. it couldn't be like drunk driving. Like it could just be like a freak accident. Like, yeah. Remember and remember the Titan. And like I know this was based on a true story. I don't know how true it was, but like Gary Bertier, he didn't die, but it was like a regular accident. Yeah. And I don't know if he was drunk in real life, but he probably wasn't. So just forget I brought that up. He, well, he wasn't drunk in the movie either. No, he had just but I mean, like, car. like that's the kind of accident that they could have. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know whether it'd be. I, I don't think that it couldn't be drunken driving either, because I mean, that's like a teachable thing, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I mean, Gordon was drinking. The yeah, it's a little oh, different. He, he was. Time. Yeah, I know the timing is different yeah. too, but I, I mean, I do think that that's like a teachable thing, yeah. like where it's like, oh, don't drink and drive, kids, you'll kill your best friend, like, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, that's a little dark for a comedy, but <laughs> I I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I'm open to what the studio has to say in this instance. And what are we aiming for as far as are we PG? Are we? I think you have to make it PG. Yeah. Yeah. I think Although yeah. um, we should rediscuss this sometime with like an R rating. <laughs> we can do like two takes for every scene: one that's rated R and one that's uh, rated PG. Like I can imagine Tibbles like owning a strip club or something like that. This is gonna be one hell of a director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, I think the studio. I'm open to the studio and what they have to say. Uh, it could even be. That Guy doesn't die, he just gets seriously injured and his career ends. Oh, so, so he ruined Guy's career. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I think there's ways to make it work uh, without just specifically killing Guy if we have to. So maybe they're both in the car. Guy's career is ruined. Um, Charlie, he can probably come back, but he has like psychological issue where he yeah. thinks his career is over. And he feels so like guilty that he ruined Guy. So he's like, my career is also over. Even though like with the right amount of rehab, he could have been able to like bounce back. Uh-huh. Okay. And so maybe that's what happened. And then like later in life, he realized like, you know, he still wishes he could have played, but he's, he has so much guilt for ruining Guy's career that yeah. there's no way he wants his career to go on. That would work. Yeah. And then, I mean, still with the Connie situation, it would still all work. Like she would have forgiven him a long time ago. But, but, Charlie but where's Guy in this? Is, is it maybe it's something where. Gee, like didn't show up until like the very end yeah like is maybe Gee's in a wheelchair or something and yeah. he couldn't fly out something like that yeah we could we could pop Gee. <laughs> connie in. makes it but Gee doesn't like well maybe Gee also like never forgave charlie oh yeah, yeah that's a whole nice and then he shows up at the end he's like i can... forgive you oh this is this is great stuff here all right let's move on uh let's go to at luke eubank says he suggests that I could see Goldberg getting a heart attack at the first practice after not exercising in 20-plus years and eating sandwiches. I mean, I think we're all on board with that. Yeah, and it's what they do is they probably think that he's mimicking Peter's imitation of a heart attack at their very first practice. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, Goldberg got stopped, you know, jerking around. And uh, he actually Goldberg hurt his arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but he, he doesn't die. He just has a heart attack. Yeah, the only problem here is Sean Weiss. I'm assuming we'd have to get Sean Weiss. Oh yeah, back yeah. To Sean's, play. In, in like, I mean, Sean Weiss Sean's a skinny, skinny guy, now. guy now. Yeah, but he's a dedicated actor. He could. Pack oh yeah. He, on the oh, again. that's true. We yeah. could. Yeah, he could go. Uh, what was Opposite it? of Christian Bale style. Yeah, just go nuts. Well, then. like Tom Hanks, didn't he gain like 50 pounds for a League of Their Own? Uh, George Clooney gained like 50 pounds for Syriana too. I think. Yeah. This is like the second time in two days I've talked about the movie Syriana, which is weird. Great film. I've actually never seen it. I own it, Neither but I've I. never seen it. How do you own it then? Did you buy it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely uh, fantastic. Uh, let's move on uh, before we self-incriminate here. Uh, yeah, so it will be, So we're just saying Sean Weiss is going to have to put in just like the acting performance of his life here. And really yeah. His, I mean, it's his Oscar moment. Yeah. That, well, that would be a great story. Great story for uh, Sean there. We'll have him on the pod and throw this at him and see what he says. Uh, he's working on a project with Aaron Schwartz, by the way. So that's interesting. Very cool. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, so let's go to our last one here. At Maria Pianelli has a few questions about the crash, which we kind of went over already. Uh, drunk or distracted driving? How old were they? And 
maybe Connie and Guy were engaged. Uh, so we are drunk or distracted driving. I, I think we could switch it to distracted. Like driving. texting and driving. I guess yeah. when would this have taken place, though? Oh, no, like that's 90, a good point. Ninety-seven. Yeah, or so I guess texting wouldn't really make sense. So. Yeah, it could just be distracted on its own. Again, it's like eating one of Goldberg's sandwiches or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I think maybe it happens like summer after senior year, like right before college. Yeah, that's good. That's good because Guy's got a promising like college. Yeah, he's got a scholarship and. Yeah. Um, so, what about the whole Connie and Guy situation? I don't think we really fleshed out what they're. We knew we knew that they weren't sort of married. Uh, I think they were. Well, the, assuming that Guy dies still, I think yeah. they were like on track to get married. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It, like they were both going to the same engaged, college and not necessarily engaged, but uh-huh. you know, that's where it was probably heading. All right. And now, if if um. If Guy does survive, though, do they still continue to date, or is, is their relationship kind of torn apart because of it? I think we kind of assume that they're still together, and that would be a good, you know, kind of a good story for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe Guy White Wolf's Connie, and then they get back together at the lake, at the pond. <laughs> oh, like they had been apart, and they get yeah, back Yeah, like, because Guy, like, you know, White Wolfing, like when you, like, say, go on, get I don't want you. I don't love you. <laughs> oh, so like he, for their own benefit, you yeah. think? You oh, know? okay. So she's like, since you know, he thinks of himself as like, like a cripple like he, or just like he's or holding her like back that. or yeah. something. Yeah. And okay, it's like, oh, I, I get it. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And then, so she like goes off and and maybe she ends up like marrying someone else and gets divorced. Yeah, that'd be a nice little sub storyline. I think my one of my initial worries with my original plan was that there weren't enough sort of. Uh, background storyline. So I think we're fleshing them out here, which is really good. Or fleshing. That I was. I, was in, I, I guess I always just say flesh for some reason. Flesh, fleshing them out. Um, if you have any other suggestions, any other, you know, anything else you want to throw at us in terms of D four or just anything else, thequackdad.com. Go there, email us uh, at quackdadpod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash quackdadpod. Uh, let's go right now to the quack question if you are new to the pod welcome (laughs) what took you so long uh basically what happens is we ask for questions or you guys just send in random questions uh mostly on twitter but you can email us too we've gotten some good email questions uh and we try to answer your questions if you're on twitter hashtag quack question use it and kevin what is the quack question today uh, this week's quack question comes from Matt Hopkins, who's at Hopkins M three sixty five. So he must have that name all year round. Yeah, um, impressive. So, uh, his question is: Why is Sanderson so overlooked by Gunnar Stahl? I think he's he's better beside the last shot attention. Thoughts? Of course, Sanderson is uh, someone from Team Iceland. Yeah, so we're talking about Team Iceland here. We're talking about Sanderson, if you recall. He's the big enforcer guy, blonde hair, uh, goes to the penalty box a lot. I I feel like Gunnar Stahl is better than him. I think Sanderson, Sanderson does what he does very well, which is big. He's an enforcer. He's kind of like a power forward. But I don't think he has the pure skill that Gunnar Stahl has. I don't think he has this scoring ability that Gunnar Stahl has. So um, I maybe I'm missing something. Maybe Hopkins M365 
has watched the film and, and noticed Sanderson's scoring potential where I haven't. But I think he, I think Gunnar Stahl and Sanderson work together. I don't think he's overlooked necessarily, but I may be wrong. I, I think it's one of those scenarios, like if you were to have a draft, like if, just, let's just say it's a pro draft, you're, you're taking Gunnar Stahl if you have that first overall pick. Now, it might turn out that Sanderson has the better career, but based on like pure talent alone, Gunnar Stahl's he's the he's the true star potential kind of guy. Sanderson's steady, you know, mm-hmm. he's good, and he and it might turn out that he has a better career, but Gunnar's like that guy that you're taking. That's a very good metaphor. That was very well done. Uh, yeah, and I did it without even making a basketball reference. <laughs> I know how hard that was. So badly, <laughs> I actually was going to make a football reference, but oh, well. <laughs> so was Sanderson like the offensive tackle or something like that, or yeah, or you know, like you're gonna you're gonna take the risk on the Ryan Leaf because he can become your star. Yeah, but yeah, but if you're picking, you know, a couple picks later and you pick that left tackle, like. Sure, your fan base isn't going to be excited, but he's probably going to have the better career. You know, you could like do it like, um, like two years ago when the Cowboys were drafting. It's like you could take Johnny Manziel, that star, or you take the safe pick and take Zach Martin, who's yeah. a guard, who turns out to be like a Pro Bowler his yeah. first year. Not a sexy pick, but he's yeah, like he's a very good pro. Exactly. Yeah. Now Johnny Manziel, we all know what's happened to him. Yes. And for those who don't, shout out to Johnny though if he wants to come on the yeah, pod. Oh, yeah, Johnny! I bet you Johnny watched the Mighty Ducks. He had to. I think he's in that range. Qu- question here. Uh, sidebar quack question here. Okay. Uh, if Johnny Menzel plays hockey. Is he Johnny Hockey? So there's a, our, there's a Johnny Hockey who came after. His name's Johnny Goudreau. He played uh, He played for BU or Boston College, one of the two. I should know that. But he's yes, you pl- should. He's with the Flames now. But, yeah, he kind of got the Johnny Hockey name, like, right after uh, Johnny Football. So, I don't know if he if Johnny Football pops up, maybe he doesn't get that name and Johnny Johnny Football becomes Johnny Hockey. Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure. Growing up in Kerrville, Texas, really lent itself to a hockey career. So I don't know. Have you have you heard of Dwayne Robertson? <laughs> That's yeah. a great point. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, I just don't know if if Johnny would have had quite the career he had in hockey that he would have had in football. But I don't know. Maybe you guys disagree. What What's the equivalent of the Heisman Trophy in college hockey? The Hobie Baker. The Hobie Baker. Yeah. Is he a Hobie Baker candidate? Who? Johnny Johnny Hockey. Or was did he like win it or? He I believe he did win it. I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure. I he was won referring it. to Johnny Menzel. Like, would he? Oh, win would he, have won would it? he okay. win it? Um, I don't. Maybe. Who knows? Like, like I mean, I guess if you put these skills together, and again, all our international followers are just going to be lost here <laughs> if they're still listening at this point <laughs> yeah um if you put it to football johnny manzel his american football yes american football his best skills were improvising we're sort of seeing the field on the run that kind of stuff so maybe i mean that could definitely translate over into hockey so maybe he does win the hobie baker who knows i don't know how we got here <laughs> from there but i feel like we had a lot of good tangents this episode i mean good is a relative term (laughs) (laughs) uh it's subjective i should say um 
Yeah, but I mean, if you have any thoughts on whether Johnny Manziel <laughs> would win the Hobie Baker, go to thequackadate.com. Contact us. Uh, you can get all our episodes there. You can get everything there, uh, you know, that we've ever done, really. Uh, you can get the shirts there. Great shirts. And so it's hoodie season. It's, it's, uh, what's, what's the saying? Sweater, sweater, sweater weather? Yes, sweater weather. Um, so yeah, uh, somebody bought a hoodie the other day. So, oh, yeah. shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to this anonymous person who's buying hoodies. Um, yeah. And as you know, we have a contest going. So once we get to 500 followers, we are going to give away a t shirt. We're, uh, we're about 29 away right now. T-shirt so, of your choosing. Yes. So go to Twitter and retweet the post, the tweet that's pinned at the top of our page. Go to Facebook. Uh, share that post that's at the top of our page and like the page. you got to follow us on Twitter as well for the Twitter thing. And you'll be entered twice into the contest. So go and do that uh, just generally. Go to Go to at Pod on Twitter. Yeah, tell your friends to do it. Facebook.com slash QuakeTakePod. Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, the faster we get to 500, the faster you get your shirt. So that's always exciting. Um, go to iTunes. Give us five stars in your view. Tell us your thoughts just about D4, any of the changes we made. Uh, Johnny Manziel, Johnny Goudreau, any Johnny really will listen. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>